What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Easy Way or the Hard Way podcast. Where we teach you everything we're learning about life that school never taught you. Happiness, financial freedom, and healthy relationships are what we all want. So listen close, because we're here to give you tips on living life the easy way so you can avoid the hard way. I'm Colin, the male half of this podcast. And I'm Bianca, the female half of this podcast. Hey, guys. What's up? Welcome back to our book club. (laughs) What up? (laughs) Okay, so... Um, the next couple episodes, as you guys know, if you listened to last week's podcast, are going to be all about this one book called The Four Agreements. We linked it and we will have it linked in every podcast that we talk about, about the book. But, um, today's episode is all about the first agreement mentioned in the book and it is called Be Impeccable With Your Word. So this is technically just going to be like a book club, but we really like this book and we highly encourage everyone to read it. I personally think every living being human on this planet needs to read this book. It would help out so many people. Um, and we're just really excited to bring this episode to you guys today. So I don't think we're going to jump right in though. Don't you guys want to like hear about us or something? <laughs> <laughs> well, first, what I want to do is address the fact that we are still going through some rough times uh, as a whole, like all together, because of just everything that's going on. And it's kind of stressful at times. It can be really overwhelming at times. No matter how hard you fight to be in a good headspace, sometimes you can slip into a negative headspace and you just should know that it's okay. Um, that happens to everyone. You shouldn't judge yourself for it. Um, it's okay to relax a little bit and give yourself some space to go on walks, to do whatever you need to get yourself in a space where you feel good mentally. And it's okay to hang out with your family. It's okay to do things specifically just for you and to put yourself as first priority, especially Mm -hmm. because there's just so much going on. And you need to know that you are enough and you have so many reasons that you need to keep going. You have so many reasons that you need to get up and become a better person. Mm-hmm. And yeah, life doesn't exist without a balance. And right now we're just experiencing a downslide and eventually it's going to go back up. I saw this quote that was like, um, what I showed it to you yesterday. It was like the first half of the year doesn't determine our final score and like you can still finish strong oh, in the second half. Yeah, it's like just because the first quarter, first half of the year is bad doesn't mean the whole year has to be. Yeah, it was something like that. It was like it was, um, it was we haven't even lines. had our final scores yet. It, yeah, it was pretty good. Um, speaking of balance, Colin and I can sometimes be pro- procrastinators. <laughs> yeah. And um, we're getting this episode up later, but we are making a switch with the podcast. So this is more for our sake and like our help, which honestly, if you think about it, we should have no problem getting a podcast up on Mondays. Like we yeah. have all week to film. But lately, things have just been really crazy. And um, just with, like, my little sister being born and, you know, life situations. So, and a lot of people upload their podcasts on Mondays, I've noticed. So, we're going to switch our upload date to Tuesdays. And that's going to be set in stone um, for the weeks to follow. This one is still going up on Monday. But it would just be, like, a lot easier for our schedules if we could upload on Tuesdays. And so, that's what we're going to do. We're just going to switch it up. No big deal. It's just a day later. No problem at all. And honestly, that way, you're, like, already into the second day of the week. And you're kind of already in your routine of, like, okay, I have to go to work. And I have to do all this stuff. Well, back after you know, COVID ends. But I just think Tuesday will work better for us. So bear with us because Tuesday is the day now. Oh, yeah. 
Um, before we jump in real quick, I also just want to mention something that I was thinking about. I was just thinking about how growing up, you always look forward so much to being an adult and you always like, are like, man, I can't wait to like reach that point, like to be there and to like do all these things that are like part of adulthood and part of growing up and having a relationship or having a family or anything like that. And I think one thing that we don't realize until we get to this stage is that even when you become adult, in order to have a happy and fulfilled, joyful life, I believe that we always have to be learning. Mm -hmm. I think that we look forward so much to adulthood because we think like, wow, finally like done with school, like finally done with all these things. I think girls look forward to it to, like the most because it engraved in your brain. It's like, okay, graduate, get engaged, get married, have a family, have a dog, do this, do that, live happily ever after. Yeah. You know, it's like stuff to look forward to. Yeah. But like, I think what I'm trying to say is that this book is just a big example of what I'm getting at. It's like just reading this, you have so many realizations of things that you do and have done your entire life and don't even know it. Yeah. And this book is just a way to live better, to be happier. And this chapter definitely for me and Bianca both was a wake up call. And we think that for you guys listening, it's going to be a wake up call because it's something so obvious, but never talked about and something that no one addresses or has addressed. I've never learned about this until reading this chapter and it's, I don't know. It's really exciting. Also, if you are just now listening to the podcast about this book or, you know, just get into the party kind of late, it's okay. Just pause, order the book, and then catch up on these episodes when you can catch up and be on the same chapter as us. And just saying, like, you still have time to order the book and stuff. It's not like you're going to miss out. So we 10 out of 10 recommend ordering the book before you listen so you can Mm -hmm. be along the lines with us. But if you're just not a reader and you just want to know what the book says without reading it for yourself, then, you know, that's that's everyone's own doing. You do you, boo. You do you, boo-boo. So moving on, we already covered the introduction to this book and basically explaining all of that in the last episode. So now we're going into the first chapter about the first agreement, which is being impeccable with your word. And I just want to say this book like jump starts and kicks it off really hard. I am going to go ahead and throw a quote directly from the book at you guys and we're going to discuss it because it is a great starting point for this chapter. The word is a tool of magic, but like a sword, it has two edges. It can create the most beautiful dream or it can destroy everything around you. And the author (laughs) also says that the word, um, the first agreement is the most difficult one to honor but it's also the most important one. And if you can transcend to the level of existence of using the word to your own power and in a positive way, then you'll be on something that he calls heaven on earth for the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. So basically starting, like we talked about last episode and where we're at right now in this chapter, it's all about transcending to a different level of Mm -hmm. existence because it's a different level of awareness that you're operating on. So Basically, it's the question of, have you ever thought of the power your words have? Yeah. And the power your words can have on someone else. And basically the power your words have in determining your future. Mm -hmm. 
and your happiness and yeah. how you go about day by day. And we've talked about like manifestation before mm -hmm. and I'm pretty sure that's a very common thing. Like a lot of people know about it and that goes hand in hand with this chapter. But I think more so it's talking about like how you talk to people, how you talk to yourself, how you talk in general and how you talk in your own head is all going to determine how happy you're going to be. That and it also determines how happy other people will be Around because you, yeah. people take what you say seriously and people take what you say to heart, whether you think they do or not. Yeah. And so your word can easily destroy somebody's life and you have no idea, which is why it makes me so mad. And I'm about to relate this to all the hate comments and all the haters. And it's not even influencer influencers. I can't believe I just said that word. <laughs> Jeez, we hate that word. Like Don't specific use that word. to influencers? Yeah, it's not specific to content creators or digital creators or- Yeah, no, this relates to everyone for sure. It does because there's bullies everywhere. Have you been to high school? If you haven't and you're really Anyone young listening to this- has grown up with parents. First, yes, parents, if you're in middle school listening to this, first of all, I'm super proud of you if you're in middle school and you're listening to this because <laughs> yeah, you're right. so young and you're bettering yourself. But um, yeah, it just doesn't apply. But it's super relatable to people who at, like put negative comments or try and bring you down or even just mean friends that you have. Um, they give the example all the time of someone saying like, wow, you look ugly today, which I've gotten that comment before. Someone said my eyebrows look like the biggest caterpillars they've ever seen. And I definitely took that to heart. And then after that, I shaded in my eyebrows differently after I read that. But it's also like you could say something to someone and they will take it to heart and they will only see themselves that way until someone else says something to them that changes their mind about it. And then they start thinking about it differently or says the same thing that that other person said to you. And then you take it even harder and you get really, really hard on yourself. Mm-hmm. So it's like the words that come out of your mouth are so powerful. And that's why Colin and I always preach, speak with kindness. Do we always speak with kindness? Not always. Because not we're always. Not perfect. And that's another thing is that like, even though we're talking about this, it takes a long time to be able to get to the point where you're doing this like 90% of the time, or 95% of the time, because there's never going to be a moment in your life where you're going to be able to completely master this because it's just impossible because we're imperfect beings. Mm -hmm. So don't hate yourself for not being able to do this at first. It's a process of continuously getting better. Yeah, this it's chapter is more so just to open your eyes to the whole concept and so you can see it more as a whole yeah. and become more aware. I feel like this well, yeah, in every one agreement will take months or years to perfect. Yeah. I think it's just like anything else. It's uh, becoming more self-aware about like what you do and say. So mm -hmm. if you think about the next time you're having a conversation with anyone, um, think about like anything but anger, you yeah. know, or anything but revenge, anything but trying to get back at somebody because they hurt you because that's only just going to make everything worse. Right. And just realizing that you will do better for yourself and better for other people if you always have good things to say and just don't say what you're truly thinking. Because yeah. like you don't need to say that. And you will feel so much better about yourself if you speak light into their life instead of speaking darkness. Like in the chapters, he refers your word as a powerful tool and it could either bring you to heaven or it can bring you and other people to hell. Yeah. And I just really like that comparison because it's so true. And whenever I read a negative comment, I have nothing happy going through my head at all, which is a pretty great resemblance of hell. And also, it's just as 
like why tear people down when you have a perfect opportunity to not only build yourself up but build other people up and we want nothing more than for everyone to have that light in their life which is why this chapter in this book is so important before we move on let's talk about gossip real quick and let's talk about how we've learned it from our parents and how it is in our life right now so this part of the book literally blew my mind yeah because like first question think about this how did you learn how to gossip Mm-hmm. I'm asking you guys because Colin and I know the answer. And if you've read the book, you know the answer. Mm-hmm. Do you want to answer it? Well, obviously you've learned it from your parents. And you've observed your parents being judgmental and being verbal about that judgment of other people to you or around you or to somebody else. And as human beings, we have this constant need to feel good about ourselves. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the times that can come across in gossip by tearing other people down, even if it's behind their back or if it's to their face, mm-hmm. no matter what it is. Um, I think the whole point is that we want you to be aware that gossip is very poisonous. Mm-hmm. Um, for some reason, it's a very normal thing in our society. And that sucks a lot because a lot of people's feelings get hurt and it's just completely terrible to be so judgmental of others when all of us have issues and problems and things going on. So I think really it's about opening up your eyes to realize that as a kid growing up and who you are now, you've been taught so many things by your parents. And while your parents might be great parents, they might have done a lot of things unconsciously like gossiping around you Mm -hmm. or other negative judgmental things. And they don't even know that it's taught you to do it. And now you think it's okay to do it. And you think it's okay to spread all these negative things from person to person. Mm -hmm. And also think about it this way. Let's say that you have had a really bad day. And let's say that you are eating lunch with your friend and your friend came, they're having a really good day. They've been doing a lot of stuff to like help themselves and be better. And they've been doing like meditation, like all kinds of stuff, like going over their why, like who knows what they're doing, but they're, they're on a really positive path right now. You come, you've been having a crappy day and you guys are talking and then all of a sudden you see someone and you're at the mall and they're overweight and you're just like, oh my God, look at her. What the heck? You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it, no matter what you're saying, if you're tearing somebody else down, that's going to spread negativity to that person that you're talking to. Mm-hmm. It's going to make them think negatively about somebody else. Yeah. And then eventually, if you keep spreading gossip around your friends you're and they're trying not to, you're going to be someone that no one wants to hang out with, mm-hmm. to be completely honest. And Well, that and you're just going to be pushing negative thoughts into yeah. their head. And not only are you going to be the negative one, you're going to turn them into negative people. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's just not something that is going to bring you into the heaven yeah. part of the word. And I also think it's cool because in the book he mentioned that like, yes, your parents taught you how to gossip and yes, a bunch of people around you influenced these things. Doesn't mean it's okay. But it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't mean it's okay, but you also have to learn to forgive because the people who are doing this haven't read the book probably and are unaware and are unaware and are just subconsciously doing it. And at that point, it's when you have to learn how to forgive and forgive them for doing this to you and then make the change for yourself and then influence others to make the change as well and Mm -hmm. just be more kind from the heart. I think that's a great point. And to go off of that, I just kind of want to say this is a very dramatic analogy and statement. Mm -hmm. But think about it like this. Think about it if we were in a dystopian society where everyone's mind was under control, 
by like helmets they had to wear all the time and so like spongebob and plankton. pretty much yeah like spongebob and plankton yeah and plankton was like mind controlling everyone essentially <laughs> that's how we all are growing up through society and then at some point if you like read and learn all these things and start putting them into practice like your helmet comes off mm-hmm. and you start like realizing the way the world operates but trying to be better than the way the world operates and the way people fall into oh, well, this is what everyone else does, so I'm going to do it too kind of thing and starting to try and be better. Right. So don't be judgmental of the people who have yet to take their helmet off. Well, also, basically. right. And then also your word um, can be so influential. And they give an example in the book of how, say you're going into a college class and you see someone come out of the class you're about to go into and you've heard a lot of good things about the professor Mm -hmm. and you're very excited to have this professor and take this class, but you hear someone who had like the period before you come out and be like, that's the worst professor I've ever had. He doesn't care. Uh, He's perverted. This is just the example they gave in the book, by the way. And then instantly you're going to think bad about that professor. And then you're going to start telling other people why you don't like the professor. And then they're going to feel bad when in reality you could have went in there and not heard that at all and came out liking the professor. So it's so influential. one word that someone said. And that's like the whole point. Like it all stemmed from one person saying something negative that then transferred to you into your mind. Then that affected your judgment of someone else. And just so on and so forth. And it just keeps going. Let's go ahead and uh, yeah, talk about um, that. So speaking of influential um, word and power and stuff. Like- yeah, I'm going to read the um, part of this book. It's on page 27 of the book if you want to like turn there and follow along. Um, but basically, it talks about how powerful your word is. And it gives the example of Hitler, um, which is, you know, So true, if you think about it. It says, the word is so powerful that one word can change a life or destroy the lives of millions of people. Some years ago, one man in Germany, by the use of the word, manipulated a whole country of the most intelligent people. He led them into a world of war with just the power of his word. He convinced others to commit the most atrocious acts of violence. He activated people's fear with the word. And like a big explosion, there was killing and war all around the world. All over the human, oh, excuse me, we all know I can't read. All <laughs> over the world, humans destroyed other humans because they were afraid of each other. Hitler's word, based on fear-generated beliefs and agreements, will be remembered for centuries. Wild, right? Yeah, it is. It's really wild. And I think, um, too, this is also a good thing to think about when you watch the news or you do anything like that because even sometimes the news can be very opinionated Mm -hmm. and you you need to be very aware of that and know that even watching the news and watching something that might not be factual can then affect the way you think about someone or something and it's pretty much the same effect you're only getting it through the television screen Mm -hmm. and i think that highlighting hitler is a great point and then moving on from that we can talk about Fear and also talk about the mind because the book also says on page 28, if you are following along, it says that basically the mind can be compared to a garden. And I've used an analogy before that talked about a glass of water and like what you pour in, it's either like clear or murky. This is kind of the same type of analogy, but with seeds. So your seeds can be the thoughts and your seeds can be the ideas, opinions, concepts. And the mind is so fertile, but oftentimes it's way more fertile for the seeds of fear. And um, it's important 
to see which kinds of seeds our mind is fertile for and to prepare to receive seeds of love. And I think that that's really important because a lot of times, especially now, everyone is super fearful and is more inclined to like keep up with what's going on with fires, which is important, obviously, but to then talk to everyone about it and like, mm-hmm. like talk about like how scary, scary it is and like all these things. But you also need to wake up every day and do a certain amount of self-love mm-hmm. and always like keep that as a really like grounded thing in your life because without that and without preparing your mind to take in seeds of love then you're just going to keep stacking up negativity Mm -hmm. um and then next i wrote down every human is a magician we can either put a spell on someone with our word or we can release someone from a spell and then i put insecurities next to that you want to talk about that real quick because we haven't really discussed insecurities yet we've kind of hinted at it yeah so Basically, if you think about it, you literally have the power with what you say. Maybe there's been a time where you've gotten an argument or a fight with someone and you've said something really, really mean to try and degrade them. There is a chance that you could have created someone's biggest insecurity that they have throughout the rest of their entire life. Mm-hmm. And that is insane. That is so crazy. Think about it, too, when you're growing up and you have parents Um There could be a time where the book talks about this too, where maybe a mom comes home from work and she's super irritated and is, has a major headache, doesn't want to hear anything. And maybe her daughter is singing very loudly and having a great time. She's like really happy and just like groove into this song. And then the mom yells, stop it, shut up. You suck at singing or you're terrible at singing. something like that. But the point is that could then affect that girl growing up even going into womanhood and then for the rest of her life thinking that she's terrible at singing and then deciding never to sing again and then having a huge insecurity to ever sing around people yeah and it's the same with anything you know like if someone tells you you're small or something you could feel like for the rest of your life that you're not big enough or if someone tells you that you're fat you could feel like for the rest of your life that you're not skinny enough Because someone planted that seed in your mind Mm -hmm. and you believed it. Right. And then that, like, moving forward, you don't even try because you've been shut down. And And it was kind of probably embarrassing. Well, I think that's the thing that scares me the most and is, like, the biggest thing that stuck out to me throughout this entire chapter is realizing that humans give other humans their own insecurities that they have. Mm -hmm. And actually thinking about that and realizing wow, I need to be super conscious with how I speak to people. Because even if you're joking and you say something, could it could really hurt someone else's feelings and it could cause them to then be very self-conscious about whatever you said to them. And it, I feel like everyone can relate to this and everyone can think of an instance where someone gave them an insecurity that they have even still to this day. Or think of an instance where you have been super negative and mean in a in an argument or anything, maybe you were trying to get back at somebody because they hurt your feelings and you said something extremely terrible to them. Mm -hmm. And then now that's an insecurity they have. It's like, raise your hand if you've ever been personally victimized by the word. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's from Mean Girls. For real. I don't think Colin has seen Mean Girls. Um, So. Just crazy to think about. And I just think, just moving forward real quick, Mm -hmm. um, and then we'll come back. I think the why work for today should be 
trying to be very conscious about what you say to other people. So thinking about being positive instead of negative, thinking about not gossiping today or judging anyone. Think about um, not trying to get revenge because someone hurt your feelings and instead being kind back to them or offering like help because they probably feel upset about something. So just be conscious about the way you talk to somebody and do anything except respond in anger. And it says through that, if you understand the first agreement and you can be impeccable with your word, you will begin to see all changes that begin to happen in your life. And um, it first changes in the way you deal with yourself and then later in the way you deal with other people, especially those you love the most. And by being impeccable with your word, they said you can completely change your whole life and how you see the world as like a kingdom in heaven versus a really bad dungeon in hell. Yeah. <laughs> that was funny the way you said that. Yeah. Your like face totally. <laughs> I like smiled yeah, and you frowned. Like, <laughs> your whole face was changing. It was funny. Yeah. I mean, th- I mean, yeah, you know. So one thing that we've kind of hit, but haven't touched on that this chapter also talks about a lot and it's more so toward the end is about how we use the word with ourselves. Mm -hmm. so maybe you are insecure and someone has told you something that makes you really insecure and then you decide to like tell yourself that over and over again even if it's not an insecurity that someone else has given to you maybe it's one you've just given to yourself or if you're upset about the day and you're talking negatively to yourself about what you're going to have to do throughout the day rather than thinking about the positives that are going to happen throughout that day it's just really important to realize how you talk to yourself and how you speak to yourself because it matters honestly more than anything else because it's a direct reflection how you talk to yourself and how you treat yourself and how you feel inside is going to be reflected outside of you and that's another thing to really think about and to be conscious of and I think that's another thing that should be in the why work as well is talk positively to yourself speak love into your own heart speak love into your own mind um tell yourself that you love yourself every single day. And think about all the things that you love that are in your life. Think about all the positive qualities that you have, maybe about the passions that you have and how you're thankful for them and how that makes you awesome. Yeah, but also I think that it's important to note that if you do become impeccable with your word and you're like, you're thinking, well, what if I'm surrounded? Like, what if I'm impeccable with my word? And what if I understand how to use it, but other people around me don't? How will that affect me? And I can't speak to this because I'm still really working on it, as we all probably are. But it says, um, impeccability of the word will also give you immunity from anyone putting a negative spell on you. Mm -hmm. You will only receive a negative idea if your mind is a fertile ground for that idea. When you become impeccable with your word, your mind is no longer a fertile ground for words that come from black magic, aka like bad words. Yeah. Instead, it is fertile for the words that come from love. So it's like just an ongoing process of process. Well, the more that you practice this, the more you're going to be less inclined to take someone's negativity that they're giving to you. Right. And you're going to be more inclined to realize 
that they're trying to hurt your feelings. You're gonna, right. Like you're going to realize that it's not true what they're saying about you. Uh-huh. You're not going to take it as an insecurity by working on this and by trying it every day. And if you're, if you're listening to all this and you're a little bit overwhelmed, you're like, wow, this is really cool. But like, I don't know where to start. Uh-huh. The book even says at the end of this chapter, the first place to start and the most important place is with loving yourself. Uh-huh. And talking positively to yourself, like I was saying, if you do that every day, then it's going to help you to start talking more positively positively to other people. And it said, if you decide to love yourself every day, you can be impeccable with your word. And we understand that this is like a really big challenge and it's going to take us a long time to be able to do this. I would like to master this by the time we have kids. Yeah, I would too. I'd like to try as hard as possible to be very accepting of anything our kids want to do and to not give them insecurities from our own negativity. And I also, for the life of me, do not want them to see us ever judge anyone or Mm -hmm. anything. Yeah, I think it's really important to realize that even if you're gossiping, that immediately tells your children that like it's okay to judge people. Yeah. And it's okay to talk to other people and judge others behind their backs. Like you you doing that is going to give your children the okay to know that that's an okay way to treat people. And I honestly feel like when we have children, these are going to be things that we like constantly remind them. Like we mm-hmm. might need to break it down into a simpler version, yeah. but like reminding them every day, like your what you say is important. Like you can hurt people's feelings. Mm-hmm. Like it, I strongly feel very strongly. They strongly feel very strongly. <laughs> About implementing this with Me our too. kids. <laughs> Like, and it could be like a whole cute little at-home lesson. I mean, shoot, we might have another well, COVID situation. We can literally teach them this book. And this directly points out one of the biggest problems in the world is judging others and being yeah. mean to other people, trying to get back at them, mm-hmm. treating other people the way you want to be treated, Yeah, all that kind of stuff. And it's just about awareness. Mm-hmm. It's about knowledge, gaining knowledge, always trying to be a better person. So starting this is incredible because then you're going to help other people by spreading positivity and you have to think about it like that even if you are struggling yourself just know that by doing this you're going to help other people Mm -hmm. because of how you're acting and you can't tell me you want to sit there and live in hell i mean what the heck and another thing to think about all the time everyone wants to change the world right everyone wants to somehow leave a mark on it everyone wants to be remembered and everyone wants to create a world that's better we should say. And create their own reality. And if you think about it, you cannot help change the world or help the world to be better unless you help yourself. Mm-hmm. And if you start doing this and trying to be impeccable with your word, and the book also says that you should like remind yourself mm-hmm. daily. So by making this promise to be impeccable with your word, you should remind yourself every morning. Like remind yourself, I have a commitment to be impeccable with my word today. You could even write it on your mirror. Yeah. Like we've, we've talked about that all the time. Like write it on something that you can look at every day. Yeah. But also just. You can't see these four agreements every single day. And it'd be fun because you can add an agreement to your mirror or to Mm -hmm. your wall every single Monday or Tuesday. Ha ha. We switched. Oh, well. Um, But you could just add a new agreement every single day of the week. And then after these podcast episodes are over, that's when. Um, you can fully start working on all of them, but so you can go one by one and then all of them at once, which would be kind of cool and something you could always look forward to each week. Yeah. I know we threw a lot at you guys, but honestly, this chapter is so awesome. You guys really need to get this book if you haven't already Mm -hmm. and read it because you might even interpret something differently or find something that you like even better that we didn't mention. Yeah. And we would you could comment about it or leave a review about like hey i found this and then Mm -hmm. we could like talk about that in the next episode even 
And also, just to give you guys an idea of what the next episode is going to be, the next chapter is the second agreement. Don't take anything personally. So next week's going to be a really good episode. Yeah. But yeah, we are really excited to keep going on this journey with this book because it is amazing. Mm -hmm. And we will see you guys next week. Until then, do the Y work and spread some positivity. Or buy the book. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. That is a wrap for today's episode. Thank you guys so much for taking the time to listen and better yourself today. And make sure you don't forget to leave a review and rate our podcast so we can reach as many people as possible. We seriously can't wait to read the reviews you guys leave. I'm so excited. But that's all for today. The The easy way or the hard way. way.